Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. By the way, Trey Shep down at the SEC meetings down in Sandestin, Florida, thanks to Blackman Auctions. We also want to say thank you to our baseball postseason coverage uh, led by Jones and Son Fine Jewelry, Slim Chickens, Lion Legal Services, Edwards Food Giant, Smithford Cupids, and Homer's Ace Hardware. Trey, we kind of touched on this, uh, Rick and I did a few moments ago, uh, about what is going on at the SEC spring meetings. They're not just worrying about how much to divvy up in regards to the TV revenue, but uh, whether go uh, scrap the divisions, just go with one division. But maybe bigger than that is will the SEC, you feel like they're playing a game of chicken right now with what they call the alliance, and that is do they do their own thing when it comes to football, have their own playoffs, and in that regards, what would happen once a a champion is uh, named, has earned that title, would the alliance put forth someone to play the SEC But Rick brought up a great point that I think is kind of being overlooked in this discussion. What about the other sports? I mean, can you imagine the NCAA tournament not being the way it is now, minus the SEC, Notre Dame, and uh, the Big 12, which, oh, by the way, has the defending national champion, Rick pointed out, the champion even from now two years ago, the Baylor Bears. So where do you see all this headed? Well, I don't know. I haven't really given a whole lot of time to think about it, but I, I, I just would be surprised in the end if the SEC does their own playoff. I just, I think there's maybe some posturing with it, um, like we talked about the other day of you know, kind of getting things the way they want with the with a 12 team playoff, and I think that's eventually where we'll end up. But um, I just don't see how it makes a whole lot of sense just to do. A, an SEC playoff, and then, and then what? Pick pick somebody to play. I mean, I don't see how the other conferences would be on board with that. I don't. I just I don't know. Maybe I I don't know enough about it. I don't know, but I I don't see how. Like if you did that with football, I mean, you you might get alienated in something else. You know, you mentioned the other sports, so I don't know. I, I'm kind of thinking as I go here, but I I don't I haven't really like sat down and and thought about how that could play out. Yeah, I mean it's it's it is almost um, beyond bizarre that uh, all this could be in play, uh, but the SEC they were pushing hard. Greg Sankey he wanted the twelve team playoff, and the uh, alliance said no, we're going to table it. And uh, the SEC, I think the only reason okay. they they wanted to table it is because they didn't know like, you know. 
how the revenue would be distributed and, and all that. There, there's so many other things I think that are probably more important to take care of before, you know, we, we dive into that, like, you know, the transfer portal, NIL, those types of things that need to get taken care of maybe first before we start worrying about expanding, you know. Uh, I think there was one commissioner who said that he's never voted on anything without knowing, you know, what kind of money's involved. And I, I think that was part of it. And, you know, um, I think eventually, I mean, I feel pretty strongly eventually we're going to get to to a point where it's going to be 12 teams. But um, I just don't think that they were quite ready to adopt it just yet. But they will. And they'll do it in advance. Think about Major League Baseball. They had months to get to to not have a labor dispute, and they didn't even get together. And then finally, at the end, the season was delayed because they didn't get together earlier. These guys have four years to work this out because it's, it, there's no new playoff until the end of the until 2026. After 2025 is over, so surely. Trey and Randy, they will come up with something that everybody can be happy with, don't you think? And haven't we done this at every stage? I mean, for a long time, the two best teams didn't even play for the national championship. And That's true. Uh, for years, we're talking about how, the, they, how can they figure this out? How can we get this going? And, and finally, they, they come up with the, the bowl alliance and get it figured out. But it's not a perfect system. And then it's the BCS, and it's a better system. And then it's the college football playoff and now eventually expanding the college football playoff. And with each time, it's been like, is it ever going to happen? Is it ever going to work its way out? And it always does. I have this question for you by way of our Azure Record Service company live feed feedback. Larry says, I wanted to ask Trey about Traylon Burks. Specifically, what kind of practice player was he in college He's getting some negative publicity during the OTAs with folks reporting he is out of shape. He wasn't able to finish his first day of rookie minicamp and ended using an inhaler. My questions are, does he have asthma, and was he a hard worker in practice while in college? I would think he'd be in better shape after getting ready for the draft. What are Trey's thoughts? I never heard one thing about Traylon Burks being out of shape or, uh, I mean, I've heard of things like, you know, he wants to tone his body up or something like that, you know, in the off season. but I never heard a thing about him being out of shape or not being able to make through practice or, or any of those types of things. Obviously I saw the news and was surprised by the news on, uh, at his first, uh, OTA where, you know, he wasn't able to, to get through everything. And it's uh, there was an article, uh, I believe, today, again, uh, you know, kind of rehashing it and, and bringing it up again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on there specifically, but I've never heard anything at Arkansas about anything close to a bad work ethic or being out of shape or anything. So I hope there's not something else going on, um, a sickness or something like that. But I was surprised to see that you know, just like anybody else that he was having trouble getting through his, his first practices. Um, and these things kind of snowball once you, you get, you catch on a story, you know, it just kind of becomes something that sticks with you and, and, you know, is, is labeled with you. So, um, 
you know, just go ball out, I guess, <laughs> and shut everybody up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got he's got a lot of time to get into shape. I don't know what that looks like. I mean, the guy that he's compared to, Brown, you know, it's not he had a good he has a really good rookie season. It wasn't just like unreal rookie season. Uh, I think it's a, a season that that Burks could possibly duplicate. Um, not a lot of people are, you know, just come launched out of the gate like Anquan Bolden did years ago as a rookie, Jamar Chase last year as a rookie. Um, I don't know if anybody, if it's fair to expect that out of him uh, right out of the gate, but I, I think that he'll, when the season gets here, I think he'll probably uh, quiet some people. I tend to agree with you totally. And yeah. really surprised, I mean, gosh, it's 100 degrees out there probably. Humidity may be high. Who knows? I mean, that's uh, it can definitely take its – it's toll. Um, Lane Kiffin always seemingly has something to say. He is saying that Bryce Young of Alabama kind of made a mistake when he didn't put his name into the transfer portal. What? Yeah. Because he could have made NIL money. Because he had been up for the highest bidder. Yeah. Well, maybe he likes and Alabama. Went, but, and maybe he's already doing pretty well there, huh? Well, he's probably, I would guess, if you go by what Nick Saban said back over a year ago, where he already had a million dollars kind of in his pocket, that through the course of a Heisman Trophy season, he's even gotten even more money. And one opinion is, this is a guy that's a three million dollar man. Three million. Three okay. million dollar man. Oh goodness! Instead of one, which we don't know <laughs> if he really made one. We don't know. Yeah. Well, he's got a chance to make double digit millions um, yeah. being the quarterback at Alabama that's and being right. drafted. Exactly. You put him, Trey. At I mean, it seemed obvious he would be the number one. I mean, I've seen the top five, mm-hmm. what I'm angling towards, uh, top five quarterbacks uh, in the SEC. I've even seen K.J. Jefferson among the top five or ten in the entire country. Well, yeah, was it Sports Illustrated or ESPN? One of them ranked the all 131 quarterbacks today, and uh, they had a top tier of three, Ohio State, Alabama, Oh, I can't remember the other one. Then they had a next tier of three more, then one. And then in the next eight, which would have made him top 15, they had K.J. Jefferson as one of the top 15 quarterbacks in the whole country. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brad Crawford, who um, caught a lot of flack from everybody. He was the guy that uh, at 24-7 who ranked K.J. 14th um, out of 14 SEC projected starting quarterbacks last year, actually had him uh, fifth nationally and second in the SEC heading into this year. Mm. So he's cha- certainly changed his opinion. Um, but, uh, yeah, fifth nationally, I think that's about as high as I've seen. Um, you know, with Bryce Young, I, I, w- I would have to imagine he's, you know, they don't worry about height as much. Now, he's not like a burner as a runner, but he's athletic enough to get around in the pocket. Uh, but he's only six foot tall. That would probably be the one knock against him. Um, it's kind of a knock against Matt Corral. Of course, Matt Corral had the knee injury. He slipped. What did he go, third round? Um, I think and Matt right. Corral probably a little bit more mobile than Bryce Young is. But 
I've got to imagine, you know, Bryce Young will be drafted somewhere in the first half of the first round. I would think so. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, let's see. Also from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback, uh, TC wants to know any updates on how Grant Morgan is doing. Now, I haven't heard any updates on Morgan, no. Um, I mean, he is an undrafted free agent, so I, I wouldn't guess that there's just going to be a whole lot of buzz around him like we're going to see with, you know, Traylon Burks who's kind of picking apart every single thing he does. What comes with being, what, the number 18 mm-hmm. overall pick in the draft? And uh, you're replacing, as you mentioned, A.J. Brown, who had a very productive career. Um, we didn't talk about this either, Trey. And as it turned out, uh, I'll ask you, Curtis has put together a starting five for the upcoming basketball team. Now that we know what we know, as the old saying goes, now that we know what we know, that Jalen Williams is staying in the draft, and that now solidifies, at least we think for the time being, the roster at the 13 players. The Twins did show up, so we know that. I mean, we got all, I think, all the pieces now to the puzzle, and the only ones that are not actually on campus and Anthony Black looks like he's in a great position uh, to make the United States uh, 18 and under team. And then Jordan Walsh did not, he did not make the team, but he is expected to report sometime this week. So with that being said, regardless of whether or not Anthony Brown is actually there for this first semester of summer schools, summer school, are you prepared to name a starting for the basketball team well i like the one that curtis has put together i think this is i think this is the starting five anthony black at point nick smith at the two um ricky council at the three and then uh, power forward jordan walsh and center jalen graham uh i think graham and the probably the most interesting i guess battle might be graham and uh trevon brazil i think graham is probably being a senior a little more polished and um, you know, Brazil, uh, you know, everything you hear about him is like the upside. You know, he's got so much potential and stuff. So might give the, the edge to Graham. I think he's probably maybe a little bit more well-rounded right now. So I would I would go with that group. Um, I think that I think he nailed it on the head there. What do you uh, think? Devo- yeah, I mean, it, uh, Curtis went on and elaborated uh, as he – Okay, once you get past the forward and then you get into the, I'm having to go page by page, center position, then filling out the rotation. And Devontae Davis. You know, I'm, I'm thinking Devo probably filled that role best than he did as a starter that is coming off the bench as the sixth mm-hmm. man. Seemed to play extremely well in that role. Uh, Trayvon Brazil, another guy that would be coming off of the bench. Um, okay, uh, Mitchell, uh, he is the 6'9", well, they're both almost the same identical size, 6'9", 230, and then Michael Mitchell, 6'10", 245. I thought it was interesting. Uh, he had, Curtis had outside looking in. 
this to me is, is going to be the most, um, um, what word am I looking for, um, or term? Will we have our eye on this group as much as any group of individuals? And the reason why I say that, Rick has brought this up, and I tend to agree with him the more that he, 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 he elaborates on it, and that is worry, you're worrying about these high, mm-hmm. highly regarded four stars not getting the playing time, getting frustrated and leaving, and then how's that going to affect the future recruiting of high-profile players? Yeah, and, well, I mean, it just depends on how good this bunch is coming in. I mean, if, you know, Pinion, Ford, um, you know, if those guys are, you know, sitting the bench, Barry Dunning, you know, if they're not playing, because we know when it all comes down to it, we're looking at eight, maybe nine guys, maybe, but probably about eight guys um, that are going to play. And, you know, you've got Devo and Brazil and the Mitchell twins. Um, you know, so where does Darian Ford, Joseph Pinion, Kamani Johnson, Barry, Dun- Barry Dunning, those guys fit in now? Uh, Kamani's a senior. I think he's got, I think this is last year, isn't it? Yes. Do you have, so, do you have yes. a COVID yes. year left? This yes. I think this is, this is it. it. Yes. This mm-hmm. is it. Okay. Um, but, I mean, like, if Nick Smith is, you know, balls out the way we think, or in Jordan Walsh and Anthony Black, you know, if they're one-and-done types, then there's plenty of opportunities, you know, <laughs> next year, mm-hmm. um, you know, for Darian Ford, Joseph Pinion, and, and Barry Dunning, you know, to make their mark. So maybe it won't be a situation where they're, you know, not happy with their playing time. And I wouldn't put it past Darian Ford to surprise a lot of people. I mean, he's got – I mean, he's ready physically, I think. Oh, I, I, I like his I, game, too. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him to uh, maybe leap over and surprise some people. Uh, you know, kind of like Devo Davis did. You know, Devo wasn't super highly uh, – you know, he was obviously like right around a top 100 player, um, you know, but compared to some other guys that Arkansas had brought in in that class, you know, with uh, KK and Moses Moody, you know, those guys were, you know, kind of the people, that, you know, the guys that everybody was looking to. But it wouldn't surprise me for, to see Darian Ford um, make some kind of uh, jump like that. You know, as far as that roster, though, I could also, you know, if I were going to change something out, you know, Black, Smith, uh, Council, um, Jordan Walsh, and, and Graham, I could see maybe maybe it working out to where, like, either, either Council or Graham – um, isn't in the starting lineup, and then you have Brazil in. I, I think that he, Brazil, would probably be, you know, when I'm talking about, if I were to say who are the top six guys, you know, I would I would include Brazil in that. And maybe I would say he's, you know, in the top five or top four. Um, just because, you know, what everybody says about him, I mean, everybody's like, he's a legitimate NBA prospect. Well, if he's a legitimate NBA prospect, he's probably good enough to start at Arkansas. Of course, and he's, there are, he's there are a lot of guys that are legitimate NBA prospects on Arkansas currently. But he's freakish athletically. I mean, yeah. That's the other thing that, that uh, he's very Six good. 6'9", 215. Yeah. Well, uh, Curtis kind of covered his bases. He had other other lineups considered Black, Smith, Walsh, Brazil, Graham, kind of what you're saying there, Black, Smith, Council, Brazil, Michael Mitchell, um, Blacksmith, Davis, Walsh, Michael Mitchell, Blacksmith, Council, Brazil, Graham, and Blacksmith, Walsh. Some of the names are pretty consistent. Uh, yeah. Brazil and then Micaiah Mitchell. Yeah, he so. seems pretty set on uh, on Black and Smith, <laughs> no matter how you slice it. <laughs> I think they're going to play, yeah. yeah. And Walsh, I mean, he's 
he's uh, he's mentioned yeah. quite often as well. All right, let's see if we can squeeze in William real quick. Uh, William, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yo, William. William Watts. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, there you go. Go ahead, yeah. William. Okay. I think he touched on uh, on what I was really wanted to comment on. I'm going to do this real quick. Uh, I was going to say a lot of people sleeping on Dunny. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, he, That's possible, he, he too. He got out of Alabama, and Alabama still upset about that. I watched him play. He is the truth. He is the truth. That, that kid's a ball player. Yeah, and he may have improved a whole lot from the time that um, he committed to Arkansas uh, to now. Also, I mean, there were there were some. I think there was a playoff game where he went completely like they were down a dramatic amount, and he just completely took over the game. Uh, but yeah, he's Alabama Player of the Year, wasn't he? Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could, there there are guys. There are definitely guys that they signed here that I mean. It's crazy to be talking about a guy who's like, you know, a four-star prospect saying, hey, he could surprise us and maybe, <laughs> maybe make an impact, you know. It used to be those were the best you got. I know. It's a good I'm, conversation I'm to have. I'm going to hang up and listen. I'm going to say I'm going to hang up and listen. Uh, Buffett would like to play eight minutes. But if he ain't going to play with eight this year, he's going to have some problems getting kids from now on. he got too much talent. He's going to have to play. Thank you, you Will. Or just want to hear it again? Not to worry. 